Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. If you missed it, we just spent the last half hour with Utah Senator Mitt Romney taking on a wide range of issues from the Inflation Reduction Act and the non-inflation reduction activities that are in said bill. Uh, We talked about the Great Salt Lake foreign policy and a a host of other things uh, during this in-state work period uh, for our members of Congress. Uh, And it is a it's a big period and it's a lot of travel. It's a lot of moving around the state and meeting with key constituents. And and that's an important part of the job that we often don't think about because we get lost in the headline that Congress is in recess. And I know that sounds like fun. Uh, It's a lot of work. And uh, I really admire the staff uh, of all of our congressional delegation. Uh, They do a lot of hard work and heavy lifting during these periods uh, to really make sure that uh, the members of Congress and the members of the Senate can uh, get around and and talk about important issues and get to things that matter in terms of policy. Uh, And so if you missed that first half hour of the program, you can go back and check the podcast a little later this afternoon. But I also want to revisit a couple of the things that Senator Romney shared with us today that I think are really vital in terms of our conversation of where we are today. Uh, One of the things that the senator talked about was the uh, subsidies for electric vehicles and how this could actually make us more dependent on China rather than less dependent on China. And I think this is a crucial part of the conversation that is often missed by both Democrats and Republicans going after headlines spending billions and billions of dollars to give people subsidies to buy electric cars when by the way you can't find an electric car right now they're all you can't get them because they can't get the batteries they can't get the batteries because guess where the batteries come from all the materials that go into these batteries in electric cars come from china china either owns the mining or they own the processing mm. virtually 100% so we are moving from a, a basically an economy a transportation economy that was driven by oil and gas that we produce here in the U.S. We're the largest oil and gas producer in the world. Mm. So we're moving from that to things that are produced from China. So in effect, we're creating a a, a one-nation uh, OPEC, and the nation is China. So we got to mm. think about this, and I'm concerned that the legislation passed with regards to environment uh, it gives China a stronger hand, uh, put, mm. puts us in a subservient position to China, uh, and at the same time doesn't really deal with the global issues that are associated with climate change. So if you can think about a one-nation OPEC, we talk about all the problems we have in terms of oil prices and being controlled by OPEC nations. Imagine that as a nation of one being China and the impact that would have on our economy, uh, on all aspects of the economy. Uh, Senator Romney went on to say that it's especially dangerous uh, as we watch China with an eye toward Taiwan And then you contrast that with our own very problematic, very complicated uh, 
mining permit requirements and EPA requirements and all of the regulatory tape uh, that slows down our own ability uh, to be independent in this space. Putting ourselves in a setting where we're in a subservient role to China is a very dangerous thing to do, particularly as they're looking to potentially invade their neighbor, Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And as you know, we get our high-tech uh, computer chips from Taiwan. They have an overwhelmingly dominant position in that business. If China takes them over, we'll be even more mm. sub- subservient to China. So uh, there are a lot of reasons for us to say, look, let's plan this out. Yeah. Let's think about it step by step. And, uh, you know, we have the potential, for instance, for mines in this country. But uh, to get a mine in China doesn't require a lot of time. Same in Africa, to get a mine in Canada. We went on to talk with the the senator about what's happening in terms of political parties and what that means for the country. Uh, But in particular, in the context of China, I think this is a really important part of the discussion. Because often when we we talk about campaigns, we talk about polarization, uh, we often just talk about that in terms of who's winning and who's losing in our own backyard or just here within the United States. But what we have to recognize is that division, the impact of that is not just inside the borders of the United States. It impacts everything all the way around the world. And so I think as we look at where we are in terms of our constitutional republic, where we look at where we are in terms of how do we continue to lead the free world, And how do we provide a counterbalance? I I still believe that the greatest threat uh, to the Taliban is the the women of Afghanistan. I think the greatest threat to Vladimir Putin is entrepreneurs in Ukraine who have upward mobility and opportunity. And the same holds true with China and Taiwan. And it's our way of life. And it's our principles of freedom that they fear the most, far more than they fear our technology, far more than they fear our economic power, far more than they fear our military. They fear what we believe. And so if we are so caught up in the politics and the pettiness and the divisiveness and the weaponization of words based on politics alone, not only do we miss the opportunity here, but it actually threatens freedom's ability to continue all the way around the world. Listen to what Senator Romney had to say. You're going to continue to see us become more and more divided and campaigns tend to uh, be divisive. Uh, I think that will increase, not diminish. I wish we could become more united to agree on the major challenges we have and to address them in a logical and forthright way. Uh, we do some of that. I'm proud of the fact that some Democrats in, in the Senate and a number of Republicans and myself were able to work together on a number of pieces of legislation that have been passed. Uh, that's a good thing. But, uh, you know, I look at the uh, the campaigns going on and we, we see our Democrats moving further and further to the left, becoming more and more woke, if you will. And uh, in my party, a number of folks are moving further and further, not necessarily to the right, but more more MAGA, if you will, kind of mm-hmm. angry and resentful. And, uh, you know, resentment and anger does not build a great nation. Yeah. Uh, and so, so uh, I, you know, I hope to find more people that uh, speak with a vision for a future for America and a way to bring us together and to accomplish our uh, overcome our challenges and accomplish the, the great objectives we have. Uh, I think he uh, nailed that resentment and anger do not build a great nation. And the senator went on to talk about the fact that if we continue to focus there, that China will blow past us economically, militarily, uh, and then imagine what the what the world looks like. 
and what that means for freedom around the world. And so we do have to get our act together right here at home, so to speak, and be less about the contempt, be less about anyone who opposes you as being uh, evil or of no value. Uh, We have to get past that. There are so many things that we can agree on, that we can get to, uh, problems that we can solve if we're willing to actually engage in that conversation rather than a rehash of the past, a grievance mentality of where we are, or a pessimistic view of the future. We have to do better than that as a country. And that is the, the thing that I hope we can get to as we move into the fall, that we can have a different kind of conversation with the American people and that we can get to real solutions. We can get past the fake fights and the false choices uh, and get to the issues and the principles uh, that can actually get something done for the people of the country, not just the politics of the country. All right, we'll step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll break things down a little bit. What happened in Wyoming and Alaska? Why were they different? What are the lessons to be learned for both Republicans and Democrats? Stay with us. Much more to come on Inside Sources right here on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.